Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus. I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. This summer season, we're talking about our growth as a teacher. And today we're going to take a little bit of a different twist on that and talk about the growth of fellow teachers at your school, in particular, those teachers that are new to your school in this upcoming year. We're going to talk about how to support them and help them as they adjust to a new school, whether it's their first year of teaching or they're a veteran that's just transferred in. Coming into a new school can be scary, it can be difficult. And it can be challenging. And um, I just think about, you know, my first year of school and all the different things that I dealt with at a new school. And I'm sure you can think back to the same thing as well. So I hope that you'll do a couple things with this episode. First of all, this a lot of these apply to administrators. So if you have an administrator at your school that you know is doing their best that they can to support new teachers, I hope that you'll forward this episode to them or you can um, send them the um, blog post at teachfortheheart.com slash support. And um, I, this, these are such practical ideas that have been shared by fellow Christian teachers. In fact, an administrator that I admire greatly for asking this question posted in our Teach for the Hearts Christian Teachers Lounge Facebook group and asked about it and said, you know, hey, you know, I, I have new hi- a lot of new hires this year. What can I do to support them? And the feedback they got was phenomenal. And we've taken it and we've c- compiled it. And that's what we're sharing you- with you today. And that's what you can find in the accompanying blog post. So I went and encourage you to forward this to your administrator, but also to listen for yourself because we'll be talking about how you as a teacher can support fellow new teachers at your school as well. We're going to be getting into that in just one minute, but first, wanted to share with you once again about Christian Educators Association International, and they are a fantastic alternative, a Christian alternative to the local teachers union. They provide job action protection, up to $2 million of professional liability insurance, as well as a variety of amazing, helpful resources for Christian teachers, um, especially one of their sp- things that I think is especially um, interesting and helpful is the legal. Um, they they offer you know legal advice and help for Christian teachers in public schools in knowing what is allowed, what's not allowed, and particularly how do you deal with things where your religious freedom is threatened. So you can find out all the details about CEAI at teachfortheheart.com/slash/insurance practical ways, eight practical ways that we can support new teachers as a mentor teacher. Now, obviously, if you're an administrator, you have the authority to do this. If you're not, though, if you're, let's say your school doesn't do this, they don't assign mentor teachers, you can take it upon yourself to declare yourself the unofficial mentor teacher of one of the new teachers. Just pick one out and say, I'm going to be there for them and to support them. So many teachers talked about how invaluable a mentor teacher was to their first year at a new school. And I can say the same. I had a mentor teacher. She was fantastic. We are, I still keep in touch with her today. She's actually the principal of the head of school at the school now, and we still work together sometimes. And she helped me in so many ways. So a mentor teacher can be invaluable. Um, here's a couple that some teachers said, just to give an idea. One said, there's no way I could have survived my first year of teaching with like how we did lesson plans, how to put in for a sub, how we did grade level planning. 
and other district resources and filled me in on who's who at our school. My mentor was like my guard teacher. Just want to encourage you to just check in, um, to check in with the person that you're mentoring about my school, you know, about our school and to share that with them and keep listening because we're going to get into some specifics. First Thessalonians 5.11 talks about encourage one another and build each other up just as you are doing. Number two, communicate school policies and set clear expectations. So once again, if you're an administrator, this is on you. But if you're a teacher, you can help out the fellow teachers by going and explaining school procedures and expectations and all the unwritten unwritten policies that are there at your school. You know, we teachers face a myriad of issues throughout the school year. And if there's not clear expectations, it's really easy for a teacher that's new to a school to mishandle records, skip over lesson plan procedures, submissions for online grade books, all kinds of things, right? So if you book um, or a welcome packet and let your new hires um, know things like how you prefer to communicate with them. Do you prefer email? Do you prefer text? Think about things like this. Teachers need to know how they are expected to handle discipline issues. What to do with attendance? What about lunch counts? How do you send students out of the classroom? Do they need a pass? What's fair game to take from the supply room? Can you wear jeans on Friday? There's um, so many things. And if um, they're not written down somewhere, like I said, if you're an administrator, you, this stuff needs to be written down somewhere where you can give this to a give it to a um, new hire and they can read through and learn all these things. But if your school, if you're a teacher and your school doesn't have this, um, you can take it on yourself to share some of these things with the new teacher, especially think back on things that you didn't know. The lunchroom, it was like really weird. It was like on the opposite side of the school building. You had to go down a flight of stairs, over, back up another half. Um, one of the teachers took the time out to come and say, hey, has anyone showed you how to find the lunchroom yet? There is huge. Number three, fill teachers in on school. The only teacher in her school that didn't have a treat ready for her students on orientation day, when we all just know this is what we do, Fill in your fellow teachers about that. Or if you're an administrator, make sure that they know. Um, administrators can provide a schedule of traditions um, to help new hires keep up with what's going on. Especially keep in mind, teachers' loads grow heavier around the holidays. So help them out with that. Um, for example, if it's required that all classes complete an art project to help decorate the cafeteria, it's better to let them know that in advance. So as an administrator, communicate that. As a fellow teacher, communicate that. Let people know in advance what to expect so that it's not you know, it's not sprung on them at the last second and they didn't have it planned into their schedule and into their to-do list. That can be such a huge help. Number four. Um, should be a supportive visit. Same thing if you're a mentor teacher. The first time you go in there, having someone come come by your class can be nerve-wracking, <laughs> especially if it's the principal or administrator. Teachers wonder, oh no, why is she here? Why does she have a clipboard? What is she doing? She's evaluating me. So ease your teacher's mind by first visiting their classroom as a supporter, not an evaluator. Um, new hires are still learning the ropes and they need guidance and their focus should be on their class and they shouldn't feel like they're looking over their shoulders. So um, effective teachers exude peace. So you want to make a positive, supportive visit to the classroom. See teachers at ease. This will help set them at ease, rather, when it's time for their evaluation. So be in there. Be there to observe the students, to offer a piece of advice, to when you need to come back and do evaluations later. 
Number five,、um, same thing as a as a fellow teacher, to speak professionally. Teachers like students, workers, administrators who take specific care to have edifying discussion. New hires will create an environment of effective collaboration, and new teachers feel welcomed when they know they're free to ask questions without fear of getting a big monologue in return. So communication is so important. Being in an environment where professional interactions are valued is so Empowering for these new teachers. So open the door of communication. Whether you're an administrator or a fellow teacher, open that door of communication.、Uh, make sure they can come to you,、um, but treat them with respect. Treat them、um, as if you're assuming they're going to be a valued member of your team, and you increase the chances that they will, in fact, that they in fact will be. Number six: set up new teacher training. So, if you're an administrator, the day before everyone else sets up, or it could be earlier in the summer, set up a new teacher training just for new teachers.、Um, we had this when I first started, and it was so helpful. Let let the new teachers meet each other, and from there, those teachers can cultivate relationships and succeed together. This is also a great day where you can talk about so many of these things that we've been talking about that the other teachers don't need to know. You don't need to repeat all of this in insert. Service because everyone else knows, but the new teachers need help with bell schedules, insurance options, duties, traditions, the calendar, paydays—all these things that they don't know and don't understand. You can give them a tour of the school. It can be so helpful to have a special day or half day just for them before the regular in-service starts. Number seven: Make sure meetings are punctual. And purposeful. And if you're a fellow teacher, you can't help too much with this unless you're heading up the meeting. But if you're an administrator, this is on you. Time is one of the teacher's most precious resources. So when a meeting starts late, ends late, or both, that's really difficult to keep a good attitude. But when meetings go as planned, teachers feel valued and appreciated. Um, so meetings should also should should be very, be conscious of their time. Don't waste time. Keep it within the time limit. But also make sure your meetings serve a distinct purpose. Teachers should know why they're sacrificing their conference period or getting to go home or their planning time to attend a meeting. It should be very clear what's going to happen, and it should be valuable. So if you think, "Oh, we don't really have a lot to cover today in the meeting, but I guess we can talk about this, this, and this," don't just cancel the meeting. It's okay, <laughs> or have a five-minute meeting. That's great. Um, administrators should also provide context at meetings for the new teachers. So, for example, one person said, "Avoid comments like 'It'll be just like last year.' That's not very helpful for the new teachers. So, you can say 'It'll be like last year,' but go on to explain or say, 'Hey, if you're a new teacher, get with your mentor teacher and have them explain. Make sure you provide that context because simply saying something like that is completely unhelpful for a teacher that's new and makes them feel." Um, you know, little, very um, lost and overwhelmed. Number eight, give new hires a jump start on their classroom if at all possible. So you can help your new teachers prepare for their class before the first day of school.、Um, no matter their experience level, new hires will experience a learning curve. They have to figure out the new campus. They have nothing, you know. Even if they have stuff from last year, they have to get it all. They have to move it in. They, they, there's just a lot more work to do, and they don't they don't know where anything is. It's just going to be more difficult. So especially for those teachers assigned to in 
inclusion classes, receiving a stack of IEPs is a tall order. And then there are students with 504 plans and medical issues, and, and they don't they don't know all this stuff. So communicate these things to a teacher as early as possible. It will help them better prepare. So communicate ahead of time, and if at all possible, give them extra time um, to get into their classroom early so that they can start earlier. And then guide them wherever you can. Um, make sure you're available. Make sure that they know that they can come to you for advice and that they know where to turn. And once again, as a fellow teacher, you can do as much as you can to help. I know you've got your own whole classroom to set up too, but stopping by and just saying, hey, do you have any questions? Do you need help finding anything? And, um, you know, kind of, do you have any questions about the IEPs or whatever it is can be so helpful. So I hope these ideas has helped you as you think about supporting the new teachers at your school this year. Once again, you can get all the notes at teachfortheheart.com slash support. And that's where you can send. You can send that to your administrator as well. Help them get some great new ideas um, as you're working to support new teachers. Hope things are going well as you're preparing to go back to school. Or some of you are probably even already back. I'm looking forward to a great year this year. Uh, We'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.